0: And good morning, Hoosier Nation, and welcome to another victorious edition of Hoosier Morning After. This is Hoosier Morning After Marshall. Two nights ago, your Hoosiers go on to defeat Marshall 90-79 to to bring Indiana to 6-0 on the season. can't even believe that. 6-0 on the season. We're already six games into the season. It doesn't feel like that at all, but very excited to be at this point, get this going and everything into the game. Uh, so excited to see the team again face adversity. Um, adversity in the non-conference is what you want to see, and 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 we're going to see it a lot more in the future when we're playing hard teams. And when you when you have to struggle through things now, that's only going to make you better in the future. Um, I have kind of drilled home. I'm sorry those that listen to the show regularly how happy i have been about how this schedule and how the outcomes have developed as we have moved along this season and it's just been this game was just another example of that um a game that should have been winnable and we won it and we needed to face a little more adversity in a new way because we only have one more quote-unquote guaranteed win or cupcake game. I don't, I'm going to quote that big because as an Indiana fan, you know, uh, those can creep up on us and and can get very um very aggravating. But uh we only have one more of those types of games to kind of struggle in a way that's not going to jeopardize a win. Um and in this game, the one thing that hasn't really struggled all that much I mean, a little bit here and there, um, has been the offense. Or I mean, excuse me, the defense. <laughs> the defense has always been the thing that has kept us in. Uh, even some of these game, preseason games, pre-season games pre-conference games. Whew, I'm tongue twister today, guys. Uh, pre-conference games that uh, even these pre-conference games that we should have won, we've had offensive struggles, but our defense has been there to Pull up the slack. Well, our defense struggled a lot in the first half, being down by 12 at one point, um, just on defense looked lost. Didn't we're, we're letting that middle ball screen action that Marshall was run repeatedly um, get the best of us? Lobs over the top, um, guys coming over and helping too much, losing their men on the back cut for alley oops. Um, It was frustrating, but the offense stayed in there for the most part. Um, The other thing that really struggled in the game was the bench. It was sad to see the bench get in there and and struggle like they did. Um, That was when we went down by 12 at one point. Uh, We had to sub out again and some of the starters get back in there and we at least cut it at half to 42 to 41. So. Um, bummer to see those guys not be able to have a productive game and have another game where they can get extended minutes. But um, at least they got a little bit extended, probably a little bit longer of a run than um, I would have liked at the beginning to get down 12, to not kick them in there when we were down by six or so, when we lost the lead that we had and then went down by six. But Woody letting them play through some of their troubles and their struggles. So I don't, I think this is just going to be an exception to the rule. We're not going to have a full bench struggle like we did. And there's going to be games where one or two of them might struggle, but uh, to have that most of that unit struggle uh, was tough to see in this game. And again, we are a little bit thinner on that with uh, three guys sitting out as well um just hope we can take the tape we got from this game and learn more from it ourselves than what we allow can allow our future opponents to learn from it adjustments hopeful adjustments can hopefully be made and uh we'll just be better from that what's the other storyline what else happened in this game oh yeah that's right trace jackson davis sets a new assembly hall record and scores. 43. Uh, go back and, and, and watch his post game. It's hilarious to watch. He didn't know that he had set this record. He knew that he scored a lot of points, but uh, he was asked about did he know when he did that windmill dunk that that was the winning points or the record setter at that point to eclipse, I think it was Damon Bailey, who has had 42 at the previous record. Um, he didn't know. It was nice to see a little candid moment there, where he smiles and uh, uh, kind of gives a "oh, wow!" kind of kind of kind of moment. So I, I enjoyed that. Watch watch those. You uh, can see inside the hall or uh, Indiana basketball on YouTube. Always has those. Those are always great pressers to watch. But um, great to see him put up those numbers, and uh, is very. Very NBA thing for Woody to have the team do there. Uh, in the NBA, a lot of times, a lot of teams will just find something that they can break down on the opponent's team uh, offensively, and you'll just keep repeating it until and, and dare the other team to stop it. And that's what Indiana did going to trace Jackson Davis. Amazingly enough, they allowed it to happen. They They weren't doubling much at all on him and when they started to in the second half trace did a good job of finding guys on the outside to shoot threes and those guys were hitting those threes and another thing in the presser that trace jackson davis talks about is that the the, the thing you saw and the thing we, we we begged for last year was that when they weren't double when they did go to double him he had guys out to kick for that could make the three shot and what that did was kept it opened as well. They had to honor those guys and couldn't sag on him as much as they probably wanted to and probably should have. Um, Looking back at that, he had 18 made shots. Um, 10 of them were dunks. I think that's a record as well currently for this year. Um, Only one of the shots, I went back and looked at all of them. Only one of the shots made with his right hand, Um, Everything else was with his left hand, either scooping behind the basket or uh, doing his little hook shot that he likes to do, his little fading kind of hook shot. But overall, the offense, his game, being that he did dunks and only one shot with his with his off hand, just kind of shows to the efficiency of this game for the team. Um, All the shots came within the offense. All the shots were. Good shots, well-taken shots. We weren't throwing up threes early in the shot clock. We weren't, uh, I don't even think I saw the shot clock go down to be in trouble uh, uh, at any point in this game. So the offense was doing a good job of getting into their actions that they wanted to and, and, and finding a good look at the basket. I mean, we finished the game. Let me see if I bring this up. We finished the game, shooting 50, 50, Let me see. Let me see. Fifty-seven percent from the field, and fifty-three from from three. That's pretty good. That I mean, fifty-three percent from three. Um, we'd fall down and have a heart attack if we heard that last year. Um, so that's amazing to see. And just I mean, comparing them between the two different halves. Field goes in the second half when we finally locked in and Trace took over. And again, he was taking those high percentage shots, stuff that is in his wheelhouse. We were 64%. So, yay. (laughs) That's awesome. And then the amazing stat with that, if you want to break it into halves, when we were more locked in offensively and the confidence was going, we were 80% uh, from the free throw line. Uh, Ended with 73% from the free throw line. If we can combine this kind of offensive game with the kind of defensive game, that kind of being our relative ceiling. Now, we're not going to have games like this often in the Big Ten at all because there's going to be bigger guys that are going to be more of a challenge. Um, and teams are going to double a lot earlier and, adjust, and double earlier and adjust earlier to trace Jackson Davis. So he's not going to get quite the looks that he did in in this game, but um, just part of this type of performance. And uh, with the defense that we have, and that's going to lead to a very high ceiling for this team. Um, I actually looked back to something we all kind of forget to point out, and we I was when I was on assembly call post game, we didn't really mention was Iu scored ninety points. We didn't do that at all last year. We did not score 90 points at all last year. I had to go back, looking in the schedule, I had to go to the previous season, two seasons ago, uh, to find when we scored 90 or more points, and that was December 19th of 2019, when we beat Nebraska 96 to 90. The game previous to that was in November against uh, a a pre-conference team of Troy. We put up 100 points in that game. So great offensive things to learn from this game. Um, The other biggest lesson that we learned from this game, and we've already learned a a little bit here and there uh, in a few of the other games, is just the worth of Xavier Johnson. He is an animal out there. I mean, I know we don't have Rob to kind of spell him. Um, Lander can get out there and everything, but uh, Lander is, is still, again, he's a freshman. I'm still going to call him a freshman. He is a freshman. He's getting better freshman reps. We're seeing better leaps from him and everything, but this game wasn't for him. And it was when him and the second unit came in that, that we had struggles. So Johnson gets back in there and takes over and shows why he is a senior, why he is an experienced leader, uh, gets 20 points. I mean, it it gets a lot of points. I mean, it, 20 points is a lot of points to score in a game uh trace jackson davis just had to go ahead and uh overshadow that with his 43 uh but he finishes with a good game as well Uh, seven for 12 two for three uh from three made all of his free throws that's fantastic um two for three from his from his crazy shot threes that's great i believe one of them maybe both of them were kickouts from trace i know at least one of them was um two turnovers and those turnovers came in the first couple minutes. So whole second half, he didn't have a single turnover. Um, Five steals is what was awesome to see. And amazingly seven rebounds, seven defensive rebounds from him, his total rebound. So he was in there coming into the glass. Um, Defense rebounds are going to be very interesting this year too. And trace defensive rebounds. He only had three in this game and I think we're going to see a lower number from him and most likely Thompson race is going to be the the leading defensive rebounder this year, because the way coach is emphasizing trace to get over there and try to block shots, that just doesn't put him in good situations when he misses those blocks to be there for the rebound. It does allow other guys like Thompson uh, or even even Johnson to be to be flying in there and getting those rebounds so that's why we saw Johnson had seven race Thompson had seven and Stewart Parker Stewart also had seven rebounds defensively in this game and uh, that's gonna be a product of that so we're not gonna see that might jeopardize honestly this year we we may not see as many double doubles from Trace just because he's going for those blocks he had five blocks in that in that game in the Marshall game, so um, blocks are going to be higher at the jeopardy of the the rebounds, but uh, I'd rather have those blocks honestly, uh, I guess, than than the rebounds because there's always other guys that are, could be there to get it, because uh, he's just he's just so good. He's his timing is 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 so good to get up there and and block like he does. Um, that's exciting to see. So, yeah, Johnson shows shows why he needs to be in there. Stewart had a decent game, two for six from the field, two for five from three. Uh, one of those I know was from a kickout as well from Trace. Um, Stewart really kind of drew the short end of the straw and had to guard Marshall's best player. He Marshall's best player, Ken Kinsley, uh, put up 21 points. He was a good player. Uh that's what was very disturbing defensively for this team was that they were able to get downhill on us. Uh, our ball pressure wasn't as good, or we were reacting wrong. Um, guys were missing their men. The help was coming too strong. It just We had a few plays in the second half where we started to get better. We locked in a little bit more defensively. Uh, they were still able to draw drive on us. Their guard as well, number zero. Was also very good at, at driving, getting past our guys. But um, we just need to, again, d- adjustments will be made to this. And we'll, we'll see better movement from the team. We'll see a more locked-in uh, game next time. Um, so it, it's nice to, going into one of our biggest games, or I should say our biggest game, of the non-conference coming up on Tuesday against Syracuse to have a game that has some difficulties, that has some learning moments, some teaching moments, and not be, have the perfect game. It, it, it used to be said, my, my dad used to say this, and and it, it was truly a, a thing. We, we grew up in a performing family, doing many musicals and, and plays and stuff like that, and my dad would always come home the night before a rehearsal when they had a really good rehearsal and would be scared for the performance. And I believe that's the same thing in, in, in basketball. Um, the game before you have a a big game, you don't want to have a blowout. You don't want to have a game where you destroy the other team because that relaxes you a little bit too much. You're not up on your toes you're not ready to react you you coast too much you can kind of come out flat in the next game and that could very much happen had we blown away marshall more than we did and just had a blowout game type of game like we've we've had like two others that we've had this this non-conference schedule so it's a good game to go into syracuse um Syracuse is having their own struggles this year themselves. Um, They are three and three. They've been beat by uh, number 19 Auburn, Uh, VCU. They got beat and uh, Colgate. So uh, my neighbor's a Syracuse fan and he's been a little frustrated with them this year. Um, They've had some defensive woes uh, getting locked in, but Bohannon, coach's son, Has been doing well. So we got to look out for him. Different things like that. Um, Hoosier Sports Live, um, their Twitter is at Hoosiers Live, had a tweet uh, saying Xavier Johnson has played Syracuse seven times and he's averaged 12 points per game, um, 5.8 assists per game, uh, 4.2 rebounds, and 2.7 turnovers per game. This, is pro- this could prove valuable come Tuesday, and uh, I agree. Uh, having your star point guard see this before. Um, we all have PSTD for Syracuse from the 2012 season, so we all know what this zone can do and how it can shut down offenses quickly. And to have your leader, your point guard, be be someone that's experienced with it, that has put up decent points against it, and good assists, and and that's that's very valuable. I think Parker Stewart has even played against him. I don't have his stats against them, but he has also seen them. So that makes me feel confident. It makes me feel good about this game moving forward. Um, it's already here almost tomorrow night at 7. So uh very excited for that game, very nervous for that game. Uh I want them to win. I wanna have uh I always want them to win, but I wanna have good bragging rights rights to my neighbor, uh, rub it in his face as much as I can. Otherwise he's gonna let me hear it. Um, very much so. So let me get to some of the uh comments. Um again, reminder guys, when I when I announce that the show is is going live and and uh I'm gonna ask for questions, comments and everything like that, post to that and uh I'll give you a shout out I'll, I'll we'll talk about it during the show but uh, read M wordy uh, on Twitter at read M wordy um, asked haven't seen an updated post from ESPN about ha- still undefeated teams perhaps you could update I know a few got bumped off this week yes there are currently 20 undefeated teams still in the uh, college football or college basketball uh, season so far. And, and starting from lowest ranking in Ken Palm to highest, it's uh, Wagner, Wyoming, DePaul, Minnesota, uh, Weber State, Iowa State, Colorado State, San Francisco, Indiana, Arkansas. BYU, Iowa, LSU, Arizona, USC, Texas Tech, Florida, Duke, Baylor, and that smelly school up north. Um, So those are all your undefeated teams right now. Um, Smaller list. Obviously, Indiana fans, we keep a little eye on that to keep our undefeated Indiana team in the record books. We don't want to see it get broken again. Uh, especially by a team we may not like. Um, So thank you, uh, Read Wordy, for uh, commenting to that. Again, guys, you can comment to the Twitter announcement of the show, and I will ask ask your question or read your comment out on the show. Um, But I think that's going to do it, guys, for this edition of Hoosier Morning After. Thanks for tuning in please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the video, hit the notifications. Then you will know when I go live and do these shows. Uh, solo one now, obviously holiday season. I had to get, get back, avoid traffic and everything like that. But we got some fun guests coming up this season. Special thanks to Bob Thompson for producing the music you hear on the show. We'll be back again Wednesday morning, hopefully on a victorious edition of this uh, Hoosier morning after Syracuse. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until then, as always, go out there, have a wonderful day, and go Hoosiers.